Hey, welcome to the Outside Church in Port St. Lucie, Florida, and this is our podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Hope it encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. The presence of God, amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm going to ask you, uh, uh, I want to need something from everybody here tonight. And uh, those who are going to partake, I need you, I need you to uh, put your hands up and say, yes, I'm going to do that. Amen. Because... I want you to do that in the, in the presence of God because I want you to understand the word that's coming tonight. So I need you to, if you receive a word, if you receive a portion of what I'm about to speak, um, say a phrase, say a quote, say um, just something, a verse, something spoke to your spirit. I need you to, I need you to hashtag that online on Facebook, Instagram. TikTok, wherever you are, social media, where you where you um, surf at, I need you to put what the law spoke to you today. How many is able to do that? Let me see. I, I, I need to see the hands up because he's not saying it to me. He's saying it to the Lord. All right. It looks like 80%, amen, are going to, you know, put something out there because not only that you're going to receive it, but someone else needs to get that word. Amen. Praise the Lord. So you're going to be a, a vessel that God is going to use in a mighty way. Praise the Lord. So we want to talk about something very important. And I believe without a fact and without a doubt in my mind that things in this world has been changing to the point that we can't identify who's a believer and who's not. Within the church body, we, we have people coming into the church and young people coming into the church. And we can't define whether or identify whether they are truly uh, saved, baptized, and filled with the power of the Holy Ghost, or they just surfing in the church, or just seeking other things. Come on, somebody. But, you know, uh, um, and I remember in my times, in my days, that, that you know, one of the things that, that um, society has done with all this technology is that we no longer, as young people here today, and I, and I can prove that right now with all you guys sitting here, that um, we no longer carry what's called a Bible a physical Bible anymore. We we carry our cell phones, our our tech, you know laptops and, and iPads and all that stuff, which is good. But back in my time, what identifies somebody in the world out there because they, they getting they didn't get close to you. They were not really close to you. So from afar, if they saw you walking with a Bible, they knew you were saved. You was transformed. Something was different in your life because they saw you carry the word of life. Come on, somebody. Amen. Now we, we, we're believers that kind of like undercover. So we are believers undercover that no one would even know whether you're a believer. No one can identify whether you're a Christian, a believer or not. And most of the time, based on our attitudes and our actions and how and our lifestyle, much less they will say, they won't even think that you are a believer. Come on, somebody. But the only way we get away with it when we walk into a sanctuary, we walk into the church, we put on a different identity and say, yes, I am saved, but we are living a double life. We're one foot inside and one foot outside. But God is telling me tonight that he's looking for true worshipers. When it says true worshipers, it's true people who know who they really are in Christ. Is anybody here who really know who they are in Christ that are true worshipers? When you are a true worshiper, I can identify 
identify you right away because you lift up your hands, because you open your, your mouth, because you're vocal, because you know how to engage and you know how to provoke the God that saved you and transformed you. If you're sitting down looking at me like I'm crazy, like I'm Pac-Man or something, then you're losing the point of the focus right now. I'm asking somebody here today, are you truly saved and sanctified? Because if you are, no one should be obligating you. Hallelujah. I should identify right away and I should connect with you right away that you are saved and sanctified because you know where you are. You are in the house of God. And the Bible said that he dwells in the midst of the praises of his people. He does not come because you came. He comes because he heard your worship. Come on, somebody. So somebody ought to provoke and ask God, come and show yourself in this place because we need a miracle. We need a revival. We're looking for worshipers, young people who are pure in their thoughts, who are pure in their worship, who are pure in their servanthood. God is looking for somebody that came to conquer and to be set free by the power of the living God. Can I get an amen in this house today? Come on. If I have to tell you to give me an amen that something is wrong, your DNA is off track. Come on, somebody. So I want to title this tonight Identity Death and subtitle Who Told You You Were Naked? So we want to, we want we, the number one thing that is happening right now is identity theft. People are seeking to on Instagram, on TikTok, or wherever social media, they're looking for clues of your whole name, your address, who you are, when you put in your credit card to try to steal your identity and clone it and use it for, for bad things and to rob you of who, you know, all the hard work that you have put in to keep yourself, you know, righteous and doing the right thing. So they're looking for a way to steal your identity, your social security. Why? Because they want to steal everything that you earn, everything that you work so hard for, in a minute, in a second. And I believe that the number one attack in, in our nations and society is identity theft in the church, in the gospel. I, I, I know that Satan is looking to steal your identity. He doesn't want you to look like Christ. He doesn't want you to walk like Christ. He doesn't want you to walk holy, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Spirit. He wants you to steal your identity and clone and, and put some other things on you. The Bible says in John 10, 10, that the thief, say with me, the thief comes only to steal. The thief comes only to steal. You don't have anything valuable possession-wise that Satan wants from you. If he comes to steal, he's coming to steal something that God has given you. Come on, something spiritual. Because he was there in heaven. He knows exactly what it is to be a, an angel to be someone close to the presence of God and this is what each and every one of us have today is is so valuable that the enemy the Bible said he has come to steal it from you and we're so sleeping we're so sleepy we're so uh, disengaged we're so lost that we don't understand that every time we are on social media every time we do things that the enemy does that the enemy wants us to do we are losing our identity in Christ Jesus he came to steal not your house he didn't come to steal your, your job from you or your possession or the money. He came to steal the power and the authority that God has given you. Hallelujah. Under the umbrella of the Holy Spirit, under the umbrella of the, hallelujah, the blood of Jesus, he's come to steal your purpose. Identity in the Webster Dictionary says facts of being who or what a person is. 
identity. Do you really know who you are in Christ Jesus? Because if you, if you know who you are in Christ Jesus, you will be acting like one. You will be talking like one. You will be walking like one. You will be watching things like one. You will be hearing things like one. Come on, somebody. One of the reasons why we lack presence and, and anointing in the church, in the young groups, in the, in, the, in the body of Christ, because we don't read the word. We don't read the word. We don't carry it. And we have it in our, in our phones, but it's so hard to switch from TikTok to the word. So that's just where the enemy gets us at because we are so used to other things and other platforms that the less platform, the least we're going to do is open it, open the, the Bible app. Come on, somebody. Come on, speak to me right now. Speak to me. I know, I know, I know he's distracting you with so many things and the least that he has placed it in your phone so you won't hear it. So you won't read it. I'm, I'm going to recommend every young person here, if we even have to buy you one, we'll buy you one. But start walking with a Bible. Come on. Hallelujah. You're going to have it in your hand, and you're going to feel the Holy Spirit telling you, open it up. And you're going to know who you are. You're not going to know who you are by a preaching. You're not going to know who you are by an evangelist or a, a revival service or a youth service. You're going to know who you are because you have opened up the scriptures, and the scriptures you tell you your identity. Amen. Society doesn't have to tell you. The world doesn't have to tell you who you are you're not a transgender you're not homosexual you're not a loser you're not in depression the devil is a liar can I get a witness in this house you're, you're more than a conqueror the Bible says you've been delivered by the blood of Jesus you've been sanctified you've been redeemed you're no longer condemned God has set you free yeah I feel the Holy Ghost right now who told you you're a loser the devil is a liar Identity theft is the most, one of the most frequently, costly, pervasive crimes in our country where like one in 14 people, their identity is stolen. But the most sophisticated identity theft is, is Satan looking for ways to steal your purpose in Christ and for you not to understand and blur, blur your, 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 your mind and, and, and your thinking to not understand who you are. Christ Jesus. Jesus says, the Bible says that Jesus was tempted. He, the Satan came after the number one person. He came after Jesus himself. And if he came after Jesus himself, he will come after you like nothing. Like, like chewing on a gum. If he came after the, the, the son of God, who are you for him not to come after your identity? Society tells you that you be who you are. Society tells you, hey man, culture tells you, be who you are. You can be anybody you want. You can be a man, you can be a woman, you can be whatever. You can be, you know, a trans, you can be, hallelujah, uh, LGBT. Anything you want to be, you can be. You have the choice to become who you want. The devil is a lie. You have no choice. God created you as, um, as his image. God created you to be who he said you are. Not who the world says you are. Come on, somebody. But we, we adapt everything because we are pressured to do it. Are you writing this down? Because I don't see nobody writing. Come on. I said, I, I, you, thank you. Thank you. I got one. I, I know we're going to get two things, three, and how many? Four. Come on. Somebody better write something. Amen. I, I, I'm going to be watching. 40 days and 40 nights, Jesus was tempted in the wilderness. And what did the enemy use 
he used to entice him and he challenged his identity by telling him, if you are the son of God, come on somebody. He attacked Jesus as the, his identity as the son of God. And he told him, if you are the son of God, do this, do that. I wonder how many times the enemy has told you, if you are a son of God, then why do this? And some of, sometimes we're so, so ignorant that we will do it, which now in turn says you're not a son of God. Because you, you compromise the integrity. He said if, you're, if, if, if he was angry, if he was hungry, he tempted him with food. And he said if you was, turn this into bread, come on. When it talks about bread, it talks about, it talks about finances. It talks about, you know, you, your, your, your identity switching into something that, that you need. Many of us are chasing fame. Many of us are chasing glory. And that's exactly what Satan offered. Amen. Jesus, if you are the son of God, I'll give you all of this. If you are the son of God, turn this into this. If you are the son of God, they will, they will catch you and they will save you. God said, you know, thus says the word. Thus says the word. Not by bread alone shall a man live. Come on. Thus says the word. The only way. What am I saying? That the only way you're going to conquer in this world and not change your identity is through the word of God. It's by confronting him through the word of God. Jesus had the power to destroy Satan right there. But it wasn't, he didn't exercise his power. He exercised the word of God. It is through the word of God, the knowledge of the word of God, understanding what God says about you. That's what you speak over the Satan. That's what you speak over Satan. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down from it. It, it. You will command your angels concerning you. All this stuff, the enemy is always challenging us. And many of us have failed. Come on, how many can lift up their hands and say, I failed? Come on, I can lift up my hands. I failed many times, but I'm standing again. Amen. But this time, I, I'm not standing on human wisdom. This time, I'm not standing on a little mini revival or a get-together or a gathering. I'm standing on the Word of God. And I need you to begin to read tonight. Read the Word of God. Come on. It, it, it is power. It is knowledge. It is understanding. It is your DNA. You want to find your ancestry. You want to find who you are. You want to find your purpose. Begin to read the Word. Oh, I don't understand, Pastor. But if you pray and fast and, and seek the presence of God, he will teach you the word. He will give you revelation. This is not about waiting for your pastor to speak to you or Pastor Marsha or Pastor Chino or any other pastor. It's about what are you doing with the word. Hallelujah. Do you have it in the drawer, in, in, the, in the chest, in, the, in, in like the hotel room? Or are you reading what God says? Come on, somebody. Are you reading what God says? Hallelujah. Jesus said to him, away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Bread, power, and safety. Three things that were offered to, to Satan, to try to Jesus to try to change his identity. For us right now, I can say many of us are being offered youth, beauty, and wealth to change your identity. Others are, are, are being offered confidence, fame, and, and, and security. With, with, with careers and we chase careers and we abandon God for careers. You switch your identity to become a, a master or a, 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 a master degree in something else but not in his word. 
We chase, we chase after fame and, and popularity. And I'll give you all of this because that's what entices our, our heart. We're, the flesh is, wants to be famous. The flesh wants to chase after fame and chase after glory. But God says only all glory belongs to him. We don't chase anything but God. Amen. You've been chasing the wrong thing. And because you chase the wrong thing, you're not who you're supposed to be. You don't look like it. You don't talk like it. But tonight, God wants to set you free so you can look like it and you can talk like it and you can smell like a believer. Come on, somebody. It's time to stop in your tracks. Stop believing what the enemy has said. This is your true identity. Galatians chapter 3, verse 26. For in Christ Jesus, you are a all children of God through faith. I am a child of God through faith. Say with me, I'm a child of God. I'm a son and daughter of God. Ephesians chapter 4, 1 verse 4, 7 says, For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be what? What is my identity? What is my purpose? Now that I know my identity that has been chosen by God, chosen, and when you're chosen, that means you got purpose to become somebody in Christ. You don't come to, you don't come to the kingdom to sit and be a spectator. You, be, you come to the kingdom to become someone. Who are you in the church? What's your purpose in the kingdom? Have you asked that question? Or you go just going through life and saying, I'm good. I'm good. That's not the identity of Christ. You chose him for you. He chose us before the creation to be holy, blameless in his sight. Are you blameless in his sight tonight? If you're not, you better repent tonight. Every time you're not blameless, you, your identity windows and it, it and it's what's the word I'm looking for it begins to fade away to be blameless in his sight he says that we are predestined he predestined us adoption to sonship you know what sonship means that means we are core core heirs with Christ you're looking for riches you're already rich you're looking for to be to be empowered, you already are. You're looking for title, you're already a sonship, co-heir. That means that everything that belongs to God belongs to me. That's why he says, whatever you step on, I shall give you. Claiming it shall be yours. Receive it in Jesus' name. If it's intertwined with the kingdom of God, if it's intertwined with his purpose, he shall open up the doors that are closed. Hallelujah, you are somebody. Come on. You are an ambassador of the king of kings and the Lord of lords. You ain't just anybody. It's not just the name that was given to you by your parents. It's what God's name that he has given you. You have destiny and purpose. Amen. I'm looking for somebody that know who they are in Christ. I'm no longer a victim. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm not, hallelujah, suppressed, oppressed, depressed. Hallelujah, Jesus set me free. Hallelujah, Jesus set me free. The blood of Jesus forgave me of all my sins. I'm not walking around thinking of my past. I don't have a past. I have a future. And he said, I have a good future in Christ Jesus. A great future. He said, I made you whole. He said, I will benefit the fruits of the Spirit, joy, peace. My identity in Christ produces joy and peace. So why are you depressed? Why are you down and out? Why are you looking like, you know, you lost the battle? When he says, I've given you joy and peace. That's, your, that's the fruits of, of being part of this covenant and being part of being covered by Jesus. You're supposed to be walking with assurance. 
You should be walking like you know who you are. You know what's up. You know what you got. How do you know who you carry? How do, and you can, you can walk in confidence in Jesus. Hey, that's what he says. Those who know their identity, they walk into a job and he makes them the head and not the tail. Hallelujah. Come on, hallelujah. He promotes those who believe in him and understand who they are in Christ. He says, assurance that fear has no place in our life. So why are you fearful? Why are you afraid? Why are you walking in society like, like you know, you're scared out of your mind when Jesus himself says we don't, he, don't, he has not given us because you are identi your identity is in Christ. He has not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of a sound mind. Sound mind means I understand what God is saying. Sound mind that I walk in purpose. Sound mind means that I, 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 I got destiny. Amen. I know that the devil is attacking but his no weapon form against me shall prosper. The Bible says that he fights my battle. Hallelujah. That he will bless me going in and he will bless me going out. Amen. No matter if I go to a desert place, I create the desert. I bring the sun to that place. I I bring water to that place. I, I, I carry the living water of Christ. Hallelujah. Come on. Is there anybody listening to me today? Hallelujah. You're blessed beyond blessed. So 1 Peter 2, 9, 19. Why y'all not looking at your phone? Because that's, that's your Bible, right? Now you got to close all those apps to get to the Bible. You see? Distraction. Come on. Now you got to swing them up. That's why I, now I know why y'all don't lift your hand because y'all like this. By the time you lift up your hand, it's too late. Come on, hallelujah. But if you got the Bible, you just open it up. One, two, three, chapter. Many of us, you know why we don't bring the Bible? Because when they say John, we're like, where's that at? When the pastor says, and let's, let's read in Genesis, you'll be like, Genesis? Who's that? Is Genesis somebody's name? No, Genesis. When we say Revelation, oh, he's speaking about Revelation. No, Revelation. Come on. First Peter. They're like, first Peter. Is that a second Peter, third Peter, fourth Peter? How many Peters there? I thought it was just one Peter. I know y'all thinking that right now. Come on. Stop playing me. Y'all thinking about how many Peters up in here. I thought it was just one Peter. Amen. First Peter, second Peter, third Peter. Hallelujah. You better begin to read the word if you want to know who your identity is. Don't rely on your pastor because I know who I am in Christ. Do you know who you are in Christ? Come on. Hallelujah. If you don't know who you are, you're going to be eating like Pac-Man. Come on. Quacka, waka, waka. The devil's going to come after you. Hallelujah. And, and cancel you out. He said, but you are chosen race, a royal priesthood, royalty. Holy nation. Come on, somebody. Why are you acting crazy out there in the street when you holy nation? God's own people. Come on, somebody. Are you hearing me? You should be clapping right now. Oh, I'm royal. Amen. I'm holy. I'm God's people, his own people. He owns me. I don't own myself. The world has no hold on me. Satan has no hold on me. The government has no hold on me. He said he owns me. Come on. Who's owning your time? Who's owning your life? Who's owning your purpose? Come on. He said he owns me. Hallelujah. In order that you're, you may proclaim the mighty acts of him who called you from darkness into his marvelous light. So we ask for purpose. He just, he called you to be holy. That's your purpose. To take others out of darkness. That's your purpose. Come on, somebody. You are light and salt in this earth. What are you doing with that salt and light? You keeping it to yourself? Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you didn't have this identity because you were living in sinful nature. But now you have the identity of Christ. 
the blood of Jesus is over your life. So now you have received, he says right here, now verse 10, now you have received his mercy. But now that you have received his mercy, act like it. Respect it. Come on, somebody. We face temptation that seek to rob us of our identity. The devil went after Jesus, but since the devil could not get Jesus, he's coming after you. Why? Because every day you walk on this planet Earth, Blake, every day you wake up, you remind him. If you're washed by the blood, you remind him of what he used to have. You remind him of God. You remind him of the resurrection. You remind him of the time he tried to kill him on the cross. So every time you walk into this church, you got to walk with authority. Hallelujah. Because the devil knows that he, when he looks at you, he doesn't see you. He sees Jesus through you. Come on. He sees that he can't, that he, he can't stop it because it keeps multiplying. Come on. The, the applause needs to multiply in his life in this church right now because all the time you come and sit in church if you remind him hallelujah that he's defeated that he's under your feet come on he's under your feet every time that you worship you remind him of his worship one time in heaven oh. I said he identifies himself with what he used to have The number, the second number one attack is your worship. That sound disturbs hell. That sound shakes hell. That sound causes chains to be broken. That sound of clapping of the hands causes the devils and, and principality to tremble. Come on. That's why you are silent. That if you are silent, you lost your identity. If you are silent, you don't know who you are in Christ. The devil knows that when you worship. and the tools begin to shake. You have been creating his image. The devil is at war with you and wants to tempt you away from your identity. He wants to tempt you away from your identity. You, if you are a son of God, if you are the daughter of God, did God really say that? Have you questioned God today? Have you questioned God saying, did God really say that? That's what Satan told Adam and Eve. When God told them not to eat from that fruit of the tree, the serpent said, did God really say that? How many times did you have said that in your mind, did God really say that? Can I get away with this? Can I touch what I shouldn't touch? Can I see what I shouldn't see? Can I act the way I shouldn't act? Did God really say that that's, that, that's, that's, that's okay? That's not okay? What did God say? The devil tempts you to abandon your identity. Because he doesn't want you to be set apart and holy. He's at war with you to remove you as a child of light. And change your identity as a child and, and, and add you to the dominion of darkness. So tonight, are you producing, because your identity is in Christ, are you producing light or darkness? The devil wants you to give up your living, you living according to the will of God and begin to live according to the lifestyle of this world. 
And when we live in the, according to the, to, the, to the culture and the lifestyle of this world, we lose our identity. And others, we cannot testify that we are believers. And that's why many of us don't say nothing that we, many of us don't say who we are in Christ, you know, at work. Because our life, because our, our lifestyle is so different to, than what the word says that we don't want to shame. We, we're so embarrassed to even say we go to church. And that's why some of us don't even bring friends here because they, they'll be like, are you serious? Come on, somebody. In Genesis chapter 3, Adam and Eve, Satan the serpent was more crafty than any. Read it with me. Check it out. In Genesis chapter 3, Satan the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals, my animals the Lord had made. He said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The devil is at war with you and wants to, 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 to tempt you away from your identity. And he, in Genesis chapter 7, 3, 7, 11, then the, man, then the man and his wife heard a sound. This is after they disobey God and they listen to Satan and the serpent. Amen. Then verse 8 says, Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord as he was walking in the garden, the cool of the day, and they hid. Say with me, hid. Well, that four people said that. And they hid from the Lord God amongst the trees. Say amongst the tree of the garden. But verse 9 says, but the Lord called, the Lord God called to the man and said, where are you? He answered, verse 10, I heard you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked. So I hid. Verse 11 says, and he said, who told you you were naked? Come on. But God questioned, when God asked this question, it stuck with me. It blew my mind because God is all servant, servant God, uh, a sovereign God. He knows all things, omnipresent. He's everywhere. But he asked her or asked them, who told you you were naked? The devil lied, told them they were naked. Come on, somebody. Why would the knowing God of the universe ask such questions? I believe God was trying to, to get Adam to understand how the enemy worked. The only way Adam and Eve would have found out that they were naked is to believe the lies of Satan. The minute they believed the lie of Satan, they saw that they were naked. Anytime you believe the lies of Satan, you become naked in the eyes of the world. Amen. In other words, you switch your identity and now you're hiding. I, I come to ask somebody here, what tree you hang, you're hiding behind? Where are you hiding? Amen. Because you can't worship. You're hiding your sin. You have sin, and now you don't feel who you used to be or who God called you to be, and now you're hiding behind a tree. Oh, is it a tree of depression? Is it a tree of suicide? What are you hiding from? Come on. That God is saying, what are you doing there? And who told you you're not, you're not good enough? Who told you you're in sin? Who told you you're naked? The devil said, that's not what I told you. Come on. I said, I made you in my image. I said, I gave you dominion and authority. Why are you hiding behind a tree? Why? Why are you hiding from your purpose? Why are you believing the lie? The minute you believe a lie, you exchange the truth for the lie. And you become deceived by the enemy and destroyed by him. When you begin to question God's character, you lose authority. And you lose purpose. 
What tree are you hiding behind? That you're acting like a counterfeit believer. Many of see this, many see this trophy here that it looks like the what you get in a uh, in the Oscar. But you know what that is? From afar, you say, wow, look at that, an Oscar trophy. But when you get close to it and you begin to examine his true identity, you begin to see that there's a replica. I wonder who's a replica here. I wonder who's a replica. It looks real until we get close up, until the Holy Spirit gets close to you and begins to say, no, he's a replica. He lost his identity. Come on, somebody. And the Holy Spirit is getting close to you tonight and wants to know who you truly are. You look from afar like a believer. You look like you know God. You look like you read the Bible until we begin to question and ask you some questions. Who told you that lie? Why are you living this way? Why are you acting this way? Why are you living behind the trees? Why are you hiding from my presence? You look good. You got a name. You know. You know something scripture but when I get close to you I just see a replica of what the genuine purpose should be the devil is quick to remind us of our failures how many can agree with that he tells us about the times we've we messed up he gets us to mess up so we can hide and we can lose our purpose and identity how many times, he tells you, how many times did you lie? Thinking about that right now, how many times you stolen, cheated somebody? Come on. We're not perfect, but how many times have you sinned we've, that we've committed? He tells the things, that, the things that he knows would change our destiny and our purpose, the things that we know that we begin to adapt as our identity. If every time we hear the same thing over and over, you're a loser, you're a failure, you're a sinner, and we hear it, and we hear it, and we begin to hear, we begin to, to, it begins to resonate with us, it begins, we begin to believe it. The, the science says that the more you repeat things, the more you begin to believe it. So the more you read the Bible, you, the more you're going to believe it, and you're going to believe who he is, and you're going to understand who he is. But if we're hearing what the world is saying, we're hearing what people are saying, you should put on this makeup, you should look like this, you, and, and the pressure of looking like the world and not like a believer because the believer is simple the believer is holy the believer doesn't care about those things but the, the minute we begin to listen and believe the lies we be, we become to believe it in such a way that it becomes to be our identity now I'm walking like a depressed because I heard it so much now I'm walking like a thief because I stole it and I, and, and, and I don't know how to repent from it. And I have a habit of doing the same thing. So I'm going to label myself and I'm going to identify myself as a thief. And God says, you're no longer a thief. You committed an act yesterday, but God can redeem you today. The blood of Jesus can forgive you right now. But because we don't understand the word, we think that that's it. I'm, it's over. We begin to live as if it's okay. That's my new lifestyle. But God is telling you, God, it's time to step up. It's time to change. It's time to, to adapt the gospel. Adopt the forgiveness. And that, that no condemnation against you shall hallelujah, will be in your life. Amen. That you have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus. That your holy nation, come on, call by God. How many are listening to me today? So we, the way we act in the past, the enemy brings it up all the time to steal our identity. No, you remember when you used to do this in the, in the Bronx? You remember, no, I'm not, I'm not, I don't live there no more. 
It's time for you to tell the, the enemy, I don't live there no more. Stop reminding me of my past. I moved on. Hey, I got a new future in Christ Jesus. I got a different destination. I don't live. That's not the same place. I don't live there. Come on, somebody can say with me, I don't live where I used to live. I know my purpose. I used to be a liar. I used to be a thief. I used to not care about the gospel, but now I am. Now I do. told you you were a liar? Who told you you were a thief? Who told you you were naked? We need to trade in the lies of the enemy for what God has says, has says or have said about us. How many can say amen to that? And Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17, therefore if anyone, anyone, say with me anyone, is in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. This is what this says. He is a new creation. Old things have passed away. So anytime the enemy reminds you of your past and the old, tell him that has passed away. The old has passed away. I know my purpose, my identity in Christ and what God has said about me. Behold, all things have been made new. Come on, can you lift up and say, all things in my life have been made new. If, if, if I didn't believe that five minutes ago, I'm believing it now. That as of right now, all things have been made new in Christ. Amen. Come on, God is, is releasing you from your past. God is releasing you from the things of this world. God is releasing you right now. Maybe you had it all wrong. Maybe you haven't read no scripture. I don't know what lie you have been listening to or what the enemy has been speaking to your mind. But today, God says, I have made you new. All things have become new right now. If you can confess that right now, I'm new in Christ. I'm delivered in Christ. I'm made whole in Christ. All of myself has been repaired, restored in the kingdom of God right now today. Psalms 139, the psalmist says, and I'm closing, the psalmist says in one chapter 139, 14, I praise you because There are because in your life. I praise you because. Because I know my, my identity. I praise you because I know who I am. I know what you have done in my life. I know the purpose of, of my, my, my future. I know what you call me to do. I praise you because I know your identity. My identity because I am fearfully and wonderfully made in Christ. Come on, you got to repeat that. You got to read that yourself. Amen. I praise you because I am wonderfully made. I'm fearless. Come on. Are you fearless tonight? Are you wonderfully made? Are you made by the creator? Are you a masterpiece tonight? Come on, where are the masterpieces? There's no one like you. No one has your fingerprints. You're a masterpiece. Whoa, come on. Come on. Stand to your feet and say, I'm a masterpiece. I know who I am. I know what he said about me. I'm a masterpiece. No one, no one is like me. No one carries the same purpose that I carry. No one has the same destiny that I have. I am made in the image of Christ. And that's why my fingerprints are so different because I'm, my purpose is so different than anyone else. 
So I don't have to hate on nobody. I don't have to be jealous of nobody. I don't have to want what someone else has. Hallelujah. I don't need what Marsha has. Pastora Marsha, Pastor Chino has, or Pastora, my wife. Hallelujah. Or anybody in here. I don't need what you have. God made me unique, wonderfully made. I don't have fear. I don't jealous about nobody. I don't hate nobody. I'm in love with Christ. Hallelujah. Because I know who you are. Because I know who I am in my destiny. I praise you. Can somebody praise because they know who they are. Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? Do you know he calls you by name? He gave you a new name. Genesis chapter 127. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. He said it many times. In the image of his father, God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. There's no in-between. If you're not sure of your sex, the devil is a lie. Start, leaving, start listening to that lie. If, you, if, if the enemy is hitting you through there, amen, you, and you, you, you're leaning towards another place, I don't know who I'm speaking to, but he said man and female, amen, hallelujah. He, there's, no in, there's no middle, there's no in-between, there's no wigs here. Hallelujah, come on somebody, hallelujah. hallelujah. You are who he said you are. Hallelujah. Stop being pressured by the society, by this world, trying to push you to be somebody that you're not, amen. Trying to corrupt God's design. Trying to alter God's design. You got to understand. You have to understand as young people. Genesis chapter 131. That's why you got to read the Bible. It says God saw all that he had made. And it was very good. That's it. Let's leave it at point. Let's leave it right there. God saw that everything he made, that's you and I, hallelujah, was good. As a matter of fact, he said very good. So whoever's trying to alter your identity, your design, is a devil, is a liar, hallelujah, because you look good, you're very good, you're well done, amen, you're made by his hands, you're made in his image, amen, hallelujah. He said it was good. If somebody says you're not good enough, that's a lie from the devil. If somebody said you can't, that's a lie from the devil. He says you're good, you're good. Come on, repeat it, I'm good. That's right, all of this is good. I don't have to be skinny. I don't have to be tall. I don't have to look like you. He said, all of this is good. Come on, all of this is good. I am good in Christ. So it's very dangerous to fall for your identity. And I wrote here, this God gave me this at about 3 o'clock in the morning. If, you, if we can promise the truth of our identity, listen to this. Anytime we can promise the truth of our identity and believe the lies of the devil, we instantly become a replica of what's real. Replica means fake, a copy, not the real deal. Anytime we sin and do, and do what we were designed to do, we reject our God-given identity to become a fake, a counterfeit. I was going too fast. Let me repeat that again. Anytime we can promise, this is what happened to Adam and Eve. They had it all. They had dominion over the earth, dominion and power. They had everything relationship with Christ. In other words, in God's eye, he saw them the same way. They were always naked in his eye. They were from the beginning, they were naked. From the beginning, they were naked. There was nothing changed there. The only thing that changed was sin. Sin made them look like a fake. 
Sin made them high. Nothing else. That's why he said, who told you that you were naked? Because that's new to me. That's new to me because when I created, I created you naked. So is that is something changing here? It looks like something in your mind is working that you said these words. That's what the creator said. Who told you that? Who's telling you the lies in your head that you're letting resonate and letting it marinate in your mind? Hallelujah. Who is challenging hallelujah, what God has said over your life? Who is the one? Hallelujah. Tonight we're going to defeat it in the name of Jesus. Tonight we're going to destroy it. Tonight we're going to bring it and burn it in the altar. Tonight no longer is going to speak to me at night. No longer is going to have a hold on me. No longer is going to have dominion over my life. No more. The devil is a liar. I believe what the Lord says. Anytime we can promise the truth of our identity and believe the lies of the devil, we instantly, say with me, instantly become a replica of what's real. Replica means fake, a copy, not the real thing. Anytime we sin and do what we weren't designed to do, we reject God's given identity. That means we lose that dominion and power. That's why we're in trouble right now because they lost the dominion and the power. Because they listened to a lie. And now they became a counterfeit of what the original design should have looked like. I wonder who looks. I'm looking around. I wonder who's operating as a counterfeit. I wonder who has lost their original design and they're looking and searching for who they are still to this day. They're 18 and 20. Look like a real worshiper. Look like a real Christian. But I come to tell you this, and I want you to stay standing. You stand for other things, right? And don't stand on the word. Because maybe God's teaching you to stand on his word today. Is that a Bible? It is? God bless you. Lift it up so they can see what you got. Lift it up. She got the word right there in her hands. Amen. No distraction right there. Know that she got the book. So Satan not only tries to rob you. Listen to me. I'm closing. Satan does not, not only robs you of your real identity, but he also wants to leave you with something. He wants to replace your identity with something else. He plans to snatch your true identity to begin to begin to replace it with false identity. He tries to alter your identity by saying the following to you or to us. How many has heard this? I'm a failure. He doesn't only steal your identity, he begins to replace it with something that is anti-Christ, anti-biblical, something that is not produced in the word. And he begins to exchange it from truth to lie. So now he, he stole your identity. Now he replaces it by telling you you're a failure. You messed up everybody's life. You are a mess up. You just a screw up. I'm no good. I'm, I'm a horrible person. I, I'm a terrible son. A, a terrible daughter. I'm a loser. I would never overcome this. I'm a mess. God must be sick and tired of me. I'm not loved by God always a sinner I'm not redeemed if Satan can get you to doubt the truth of who of who he, of who God is and declare and you begin to declare that you begin to accept that new identity 
They come straight from hell. Close your eye with me today. Then he can bring bondages over your life. Jesus declared in John 8, 32, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Not a revival, not coming to church, not a youth service. The truth of his word will set you free. You looking for freedom? The word sets you free. Here's my identity, and I want you to adopt it today. Here's my identity. Say, this is my identity. This is my identity. Say it. I was created in the image of God. Say it. Repeat it after me. I was created in the image of God. Don't be embarrassed. God chose me and appointed me to bear fruit. I'm God's masterpiece. I want you to declare this right now. I was created to do good. I'm victorious. Nothing can separate me from God. Love. God isn't finished with me and won't stop until he is. I shine like a star. I didn't save myself. God's grace did. I am a new creation. I'm not condemned. I'm free. God chose me, adopted me into his family. So I'm not family. I have a family. I'm no longer a slave to sin. I'm a son of God. I have been raised to live for him. Jesus' mighty names, I pray this. Amen. Who can give God a hand praise tonight? Come on, we can do better than that. Who can give God a hand praise? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, come on, hallelujah. If you felt that you have lost your identity with so much stuff being, and you've been so pressured peer pressure and all this pressure some of us are afraid of worship some of, some of us are afraid of the you know what I said to someone the reason many people are afraid of Pentecost of, the, of speaking in tongues and, 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 and being filled with the Holy Spirit because that will that will expose some things in our life fire exposes what's real and what's fake so we don't, the, the fire of the Holy Spirit is not attracted to many young people because when it attracts you, it will begin to, to remove the things that you like. So because I like what I'm doing, I like to be medium, not well done, and I like to be medium, I like to have a foot in and a foot out. I don't want the presence too much because the pressure will tell me I can't be in the clubs and be at church at the same time presence will tell me, the Holy Spirit will tell me, I can't be a 
drinking alcohol, smoking weed, and then say, I'm a believer. Come on, somebody. The present will challenge you. The identity will be challenged. Amen. Whether you're fake or true believer. Come on. Hallelujah. We don't want a watered-down gospel. So because the church is seeking for holiness, consecration, separation, that says, he said, we're not of this world. Be not like the world. Whoever is a friend of the world is an enemy of God. So because God is challenging me with these areas of my life that I like and I love, I don't want to get close to the fire because the fire will cause me to lose those things. And I'm not ready to lose those things. But you better be ready today because you don't know tomorrow. Tomorrow could be your last day here on earth and you will be judged by the Lord. Amen. You will be, hallelujah, judged by the Father. Amen. And I don't know about you, but I want to be righteous in his eyes. I want to be, you know, maybe I'm not perfect, but anytime I mess up, I come to the cross. I come to the blood. I confess my sin and the Lord was able to forgive me, but I don't just confess it. I repent and do it no more. So if God is telling you today, if you really, if God spoke to you any way, shape or form and you feel that you need prayer to help you be bold, help you read the word, help you not be a fake and not be a replica, help you know your identity. Because many of us rely on teachers and the Bible studies. Many of us rely on church Sunday service to hear the word and we don't read it in our homes. We don't, we don't study it. So we rely on human people to tell us this is what the Lord says. Read it yourself. Get the revelation yourself. And I bet you and I promise you, you won't be the same person coming to church anymore. If you're struggling in those areas, the, the altar is open. It's 9 o'clock. So what? You stay up until 2 o'clock on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. I know. I see y'all live. And I see y'all. You know, and, and you know when you go up, there's little dots to tell you who's online. That the blue light, I think it's blue or something. It tells you all these people are connected. Pastor, I can't pray. Why? I don't got time to pray. I'm going to start timing y'all people. All right. Okay. This one, I'm going to take a week for everybody. Oh, 30 hours in a week online. Uh-huh. And I can't pray 10 minutes. Pastor, I'm struggling here. Yeah? Because you're living a double life. So who, 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 who dares be bold and say, that's me. I'm, I'm, you know, something there. Hit me, and, and I'm, I want to live with my true identity. Or the thief stole my identity. And I'm struggling to know who I am in Christ. Oh, is this worth it? Why am I here? Why do I come to church? Is it a club? Church club? Always closed, so they have to drop you in the church. Or you came because you know who you are, and you just want to be in the presence of God and worship Him. You know your identity. This is a this is beautiful. This is awesome. No better place to be but in the house of the Lord. Come on, hallelujah. I bet I'd rather stay one day, the psalmist says, in your house than a thousand days outside of your temple, outside of your house.
come on somebody I, the altar is open I'm not going to push you to come I'm not going to force you to come but I know God spoke to somebody in this place come on make your way quickly quickly hallelujah I want to pray for you tonight amen so you can transition to a new level in Christ Jesus to new dimension to new level come on hallelujah praise God almighty hallelujah God bless this young girl, amen. She's here believing God for more, amen. God bless your boldness. God bless your, your transparency. Forget about what people say. It's what God says about you, amen. God bless you. Anyone else, come on. Stop faking it. Stop hiding behind the tree. Come out, says the Lord. Who told you? Who told you that lie? Come out, come out. Come out from that cave. Come out from behind the tree. Come out. Come out, come out, come out. You know you messed up. Come out. He can make it you again. He can restore your mind. He can deliver you right now. He can set you free. He can break the boundaries of sin. Hallelujah. Condemnation. He can break it. Come on. This is your night. This is your night for your miracle. Come on. Let God have his way in your life. Break loose. Break loose from depression. Break, break loose from addictions. Break loose from addiction. Come out of that place tonight. Come out, young people. Be bold. Be holy. Be sanctified. Be filled by the power of God. Come out, says the Lord. Come out from your isolation. Come out from your hallelujah depression. Come out from your shyness. Come out. The devil has been lying to you. Hallelujah, come out of that lie tonight. Say, Lord, help me be free. Set me free tonight. Come on, come on. He's calling you out tonight. He's calling you to be different. He's calling you to stand on his word. He's calling you to stand on his purpose. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes. I can feel the moving now. I can feel the moving now. Come on, there's three or four worshipers in this house. Where there's two or three worshiping, he is there. He's in the midst. Come on. He's moving, he's moving. He's operating. He's operating. Embrace your calling. Embrace your identity. Embrace. Embrace. Maybe you're supposed to be singing. Sing to the Lord. Maybe you're supposed to be an usher. Usher for the Lord. Maybe you're supposed to be a preacher, a pastor. Begin to do your assignment. Come out. Who cares who's looking at you right now? Who cares who's judging right now? God doesn't want to judge you. He wants to deliver you. Now, in the name of Jesus, be free by the power of God. Deliver, deliver. Deliver right now. His mindset. Walls are coming down now. With the authority of God over my life. The games, the games playing in your mind right now. Release them now. Release them now. All plans of the devil is canceled. All attacks over his body, over his mind. All sin is removed by the blood of Jesus. Jesus says, 